This is Financially Tuned with Michael Mansfield from The Lind Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With 10 years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Michael Mansfield to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Welcome to another episode of Financially Tuned Radio. I'm your host, Michael Mansfield. I'm a certified financial planner with the Lynn Group located in Ventura, California. As always, with me, my good friend and co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, thanks for joining us. How was your Thanksgiving? Let's go surfing. It was a great Thanksgiving. Uh, I had a wonderful time, and uh, I ate too much, of course. How about you? Did you eat too much? I, I, similar challenges, similar challenges. I snuck over to the gym this morning because I was feeling uh, bad about myself. So. Oh, never feel bad. Of course, at our house, we're still eating turkey leftovers. Um, you know, my wife's finding new ways to try to sneak it into the meals. <laughs> you know, oh, tonight we're having turkey tacos. I think I've had enough oh, turkey don't. to last for a while. <laughs> we don't sneak it. It's just traditional Thanksgiving every night for a week. So we just finished our <laughs> leftovers last night. Uh, the My um, four-year-old said, oh, why are we having this again? <laughs> I said, we have to keep giving thanks. What are you talking about? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, oh. tell them it's the four days of Thanksgiving. Yeah, exactly. So no, it's four a days. lot of food. It was nice to have a couple days off. The kids were home. Everybody had fun. We went to this place called Sky High, which is all trampolines. Oh yeah. Oh, my, yeah. I've been there. Oh, my I've gosh. Tell you what, I, you know, I thought signing up for an hour w- wouldn't be long enough and in, in about six minutes. I'm exhausted You're and sweating yeah. and like, oh my yeah. God, dude, how do you do this? Yeah, my and, kids love it, but I'm just like, I go out there once and I'm like, okay, I'm done. It's hot in here. Oh yeah, it was hilarious. I was I was holding my, there was this a trampoline into like a big foam pit you could jump. And so I was holding my four-year-old's hand and bouncing her high and then just tossing her way out there like Superman through the air. And she was wow. just dying laughing. So that was, oh, a, that's good. It was fun. Yeah, we should, probably shouldn't talk about throwing your children around. Somebody might call family services. That's true. Well, I threw them in a phone pit, so there's a there's a balance. <laughs> no, she was laughing, having fun. That's good. Yes, I, yes. It's, <laughs> it, That's how you know it's not abuse. Yeah, exactly. No, I know you, you're you so good with the kids, and uh, I think that's great. You're a great dad. Um, I'm still trying to get beat you out this year for father of the year, but I think you're going to get it. Sounds like, I'm working on sounds it. like you're going to get it. it. Taking them to the old... Uh, the old sky jump there place there. That's awesome. Sky high. Yeah. Well, hey, today, what are we talking about? Besides Thanksgiving, what are we going to talk about on today's show? Well, there's a, there's a bunch of things I wanted to talk about. You know, we just had a lot of people coming in lately, obviously, about the Social Security stuff. So we'll talk some about that. And I wanted to touch on, um, I think, some of the health insurance and long-term care stuff. My grandmother's still over at the Victoria Care Center. And, um, you know, we're dealing with the Medicare and, and obviously the, the costs associated with it. And so those are just very relevant and, and important topics. But, hey, you know what? The other thing, too, that's going on, it's the holidays. We just had Thanksgiving. We're rolling into the Christmas season today. You know, or it was Black Friday and then Cyber Monday. 
So everybody's out to to get some deals. Yeah. And you know, I was I was reading Yahoo this morning, Yahoo Finance, and I got a kick out of this website. It was talking about um these extensions that you can add onto your browsers because let's be fair, most people are doing their shopping online now. Yeah. You know, it's get it's becoming old school to go to the stores and certainly wait in lines. And um and to be fair, I've done some online shopping for some of the gifts I wanted for my family. Sure. But there was two things on Yahoo Finance that I thought were, were very interesting. Um these are these are extensions you can add to your browser. One is called Honey. Like honey. Yeah. And what it says is if you have this extension on your browser, when you go onto a website and you're checking out, it automatically searches for any available coupons to enter in into the coupon box. I thought, hey, that's kind of a cool deal. You know, if we're shopping for stuff, we want to get a good deal. So, honey. The other one that I was reading about that sounded interesting was something called Price Blink, like blink your eyes, Price Blink. And it was a, um, what it does is if you're looking for something on a website, it'll actually tell you if it's on other websites and less expensive. The example that it's giving is uh, at Best Buy, you could get the KitchenAid mixer for 349 bucks, but it's it's listed on two other websites for $100 less than that. So I thought, gosh, you know what? If we're all out, you know, saving for the holidays, probably spending more than we should be spending, we got to be getting good deals. Right. So I thought those were two entertaining entertaining ideas and to find some deals. Well, and it's amazing how integrated online shopping becomes. And if you use any of these social media sites, you know, that the kids today are using, uh, the, 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 uh, Facebook and, um, uh, it knows where you've been. Like if you go on Amazon and look at something or go on a shopping website and pull up blenders, uh, and then you go to your social media site, all of a sudden you start seeing ads for blenders. Right. So it knows where you've been and other sites know where you've been and what you've been looking for. So they start hitting you with ads and sales and things. And it's all just, it's all programmed. It's just machines Mm -hmm. tracking you and marketing to you. It's, uh, it kind of boggles the mind. It's good and bad at the same time, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's uh, totally helpful, but then again, a whole lot of creepy. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It gets a little scary, but, uh, but yeah, it, it it it's very helpful to get to you know you want to save money you want to get the best if you're gonna buy it online anyway you might as well get the best deal out there right? Oh yeah, no you know and, that, and that's what's funny I have some good friends that own a jewelry store down in Newport and let's just say they're the they're the other half they they do pretty <laughs> well sure and I, and I was laughing so hard because the last time I was uh, talking to this lady. All she could do was rave about her her Walmart app on her phone where she had all this credit saved up. You know, look, I've got $43 of credits at Walmart. And I I laughed to myself because, you know, they're they're the types that certainly don't need the credits. But it doesn't matter how much money you have, what your situation is. We all should be responsible with our spending habits and the way we think in life. And there's nothing wrong with getting a good deal. Right. There's never anything wrong with getting a good deal and finding the best deal out there. No matter how much you have or don't have, you want to get a good deal. You don't want to spend more than you have to. And every penny counts, especially the closer you get to retirement. Mm-hmm. I mean, hey, especially with our uh, 2016 Affordable Care Act health premiums going up. Gotta, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got to save some money. Yep. Healthcare costs are getting crazy. Um, yeah, they're going up this year. We just yeah. got our premium notices. I think my wife's going up 16%. And the kiddos were something comparable. So 
Happy New Year. A six sixteen percent is you're fortunate. Um, uh, where I'm sitting, it's twenty percent increase. Oh, look yeah. at that! I win. Woo! You you won you won that one. Uh, yeah, feels good, doesn't it? No, yeah. no, no, it's outrageous. And they say, you know, yeah. on a year when we, you know, we're having deflation, there's no inflation. Yeah, but my insurance costs, my health care, uh, not insurance costs, but health care costs keep going up and the cost of medication keeps going up. Mm-hmm. So uh, the health care industry and uh, health care is just it's crazy, isn't it? Well, it's rather interesting when you when you consider the idea that the government, to some degree, is now regulating health care, yet there's no cost of living adjustment next year for Social Security. So on, on one hand, they're arguing that costs and things aren't increasing, and on the other hand, they're, they're raising all of our costs. When you talk about saving, a, a way a lot of folks could save if they knew about it, which a lot of folks never even knew about these benefits in the first place, but Social Security benefits, there used to be some ways to maximize what you could get from the government as far as how much Social Security you receive. And yeah. you helped your clients with that. And they're taking away some of those uh, options, some of those strategies to maximize your benefits, aren't they? Yeah, what a mess. You know, so with the uh, 2016 bipartisan budget agreement, Everything's finally set in stone as of about November 3rd here. And what it does is it's officially eliminating two programs with, with a small amount of grandfathering. So anybody that was considering what's called a file and suspend strategy, filing your benefits and suspending them so your spouse can collect and or you could later take a lump sum of where you suspended, um, you have now six months from November 3rd in order to file and suspend to get grandfathered into that. The problem is, is you have to be your full retirement age for that to work correctly. And so it's a very small group of people that are going to be able to get in under the wire. At the same time, restricted applications where if one spouse is filed, the other spouse can can delay their own benefit and collect spousal benefits, letting their own benefit roll up till a later age of perhaps 70. As of January 1st, 2016, if you are 61 or younger, you will no longer be able to do that. If you're 62 and older, those are still available to you. So once again, a little bigger window of people that are eligible for that. Sure. But uh, pretty quickly, nobody's going to be able to be doing that fun stuff. We're, we, we run a lot of Social Security analysis, hundreds of them. And it's been a very daunting process for the last couple of weeks. We've printed a master list of everybody we've ever ran an analysis for. We've been going through them to see who this affects. And I would say as an average, we're probably pretty darn close to these changes are affecting about 40% of the analysis that we've ran for people. So wow. almost half of everybody. And it's, you know, so we're trying to let everyone know the changes, get them back sure. in, see how we can, what's the next way to try to maximize this stuff. But it was it was a shame. Last week I had a meeting with some people where we had created a great retirement income plan. We had it all mapped out. Here's our social security, here's our pensions, here's our investment income. Made total sense. And in our meeting last year I was, I used a I used a marker and I crossed off 4 years of social security income that we had planned in there for spousal benefits, which added up to about $60,000. Wow. That they no longer have in their plan that they now need to come out of pocket for. And to be fair, that extra 60000 is 
pretty darn close to the make it or break it mark for them. So we're now having a conversation, unfortunately, about does it make sense to work an extra year or what can we do to help mitigate this problem? But, sure. you know, I'm, I'm shocked. The government said that only the affluent take advantage of these programs. And I am here to attest that everybody that we do this for are the working class people. And most people that take advantage of these programs are the ones that are stuck work until 70 or later anyways. Well, they're the ones they're not, that need it. Yeah. 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 They're the ones that need it. Yeah. And so uh, it's it's really sad to see how this is impacting the people that we help. So it's a timing thing. And um, in six months or a little less now, about five months, uh, it's going to be gone for good. And there won't right. be any more folks grandfathered in for that spousal file and suspend benefit. So um, it's important to people out there. And now, I understand that the software you use to run these reports has been updated now to include uh, the changes, correct? Correct. As of the 19th, we have everything up to date. We're rerunning everybody's analysis. We're putting them side by side so we can say, here's where we started. Here's our next best strategy. But like I said, it's um, I keep kind of going back to the idea that it's a shame because it's it's negatively impacting a lot of people and and people have to make hard decisions. Do they take more of their savings for income? Do they work longer? Do they rent a room? What's what's the solution for the, the loss of Social Security? Sure. And there are solutions. And that brings me to my next point. We have to take a quick commercial break. But I know when we come back on the more positive and upswing we're going to talk to you about some possible solutions to this situation and scenario, as well as other things I know you'd like to discuss today. Uh, but before we take this break, is there anything you'd like to add for our listeners, Michael? Hey, just give us a call, 805-500-7035. If you're considering Social Security, planning your Social Security, you just filed your Social Security, whatever it may be, Social Security, call us, 805-500-7035. And we'll make sure that we can give you some really informative information and run an analysis for you. All right. Thank you so much, Michael. And listeners, we're going to be right back with more from Michael Mansfield on Financially Tuned after this. Do you ever feel like you need a retirement toolkit to help navigate your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your retirement toolkit from the Lynn Group right now by going to financiallytunedradio.com or by calling us at 805-500-7035. And welcome back to Financially Tuned. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. And as always, Michael Mansfield is here, the man with the answers. Michael, great show so far. Uh, you've given us a lot to think about and, um, you know, uh, bouncing on those trampolines. You talked about that in the first <laughs> in the first segment. I know our listeners got a lot out of that. Uh, but more importantly, <laughs> let's look at financial planning and retirement planning. We talked again, just wanted to touch upon the importance of the changes to Social Security benefits. And now, uh, you know, along with that, I mentioned healthcare being expensive, and you mentioned premiums going up and things like that as far as your healthcare needs and healthcare costs. Uh, what about that? What about Medicare and, and long-term care? How does, how does that, uh, what's happening with that? And is that something you help your clients with? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Tony. The, um, you, know, you know, it's kind of funny because the long-term impacts of short-term solutions 
become challenges. What I mean is it's easy right now to say, hey, let's close the loopholes on Social Security. No big deal. Moving forward, it is what it is. But what happens is, is that impacts retirees in a long-term way. Number one, if we have less income because we're forced to take our own Social Security early, we can't maximize benefits, we have a reduced guaranteed income in our retirement. Now, the problem is, is, is number of fold. One is how much money do you need in retirement to be comfortable just to pay your bills and get by and be comfortable. If we've lost guaranteed income, there's now a demand for us to come up with the difference. How do we come up with the difference? Is that from our savings? Is that from our investments, our 401ks, our IRAs? Or do we not have the resources? And now we're back to the table of, do I need to get a job? Do I need to rent a room? Things are expensive and they're getting more expensive. Fidelity last year released a study talking about Medicare and healthcare premiums in retirement. They said, forget about long-term care. That's its own problem. But when you look at Medicare premiums, co-pays, deductibles, hearing aids, dental work, vision, all that fun stuff, they said a male with a reasonable life expectancy, so into his mid-80s, just one male could expect to spend over $170,000 in his retirement just on the health care costs. So that doesn't get into long-term care and any major things. At the same time, a female in the household living into her mid-80s, could expect to spend about $185,000 just on Medicare premiums, co-pays, deductibles, hearing aids, all the basics. You know, so if, you have, if you're a married couple, that's a whole lot of money. I mean, right there, we've got basically $350,000 of expenses in retirement just to cover our Medicare premiums. Well, if we have a reduced Social Security, it's just one more thing that is that much more expensive that we have to figure out a way to fund and deal with. You want to complicate the problem, now you add in the idea of long-term care. If you don't get a maximized Social Security and we can't guarantee higher and higher amounts of cash flow, long-term care suddenly becomes an even bigger risk someday because we don't have the cash flows. We're using our own assets for income. We're not saving those assets for our long-term care needs. So uh, Genworth, life insurance company, heck, I have life insurance with them, so sure. I like to think they're a reputable company. Yeah. They, they did a study in Oxnard, which is right here in Ventura County, and they said, here are the projected costs for long-term care in 15 years from now. So, you know, if you're 65, by the time you're 80, here's what you could expect to spend. If you do in-home health care, the average length that someone has in-home health care would cost about $150,000 over a two-year period. Okay, mm -hmm. so that's a pretty big bill. Yeah. Um, if you wanted to go into assisted living facility, kind of like my grandmother living in the Gables in Ojai, even though she's at the Victoria Care Center right now, the average stay in one of those is about three and a half years and would cost somewhere close to $250,000 for that time period. And then the biggie, a nursing home. Your health has declined. It's more than assisted living. You need two people to help you transfer, take good care of you. Obviously, why we have the Victoria Care Center here in Ventura, certainly where my grandmother is right now. The average stay in one of those facilities is three years. In 15 years from now, you could expect to spend over $430,000 for that experience. Wow. Well, wait a second. Let's go back to what I just said about just the... Medicare premiums, co-pays, all that stuff. 
there's 350000 for a husband and wife in their retirement. Now you add on one of these, if one of you gets sick and or both of you get sick, how much money are we talking about? I mean, if both people went to a nursing home with all the health care costs and the nursing home costs, you need over a million dollars just to cover this junk. Wow. That's pretty crazy. Wow. I might be hitting you up for a loan here pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and the problem is Medicare doesn't cover long-term care. They cover basically the first hundred days of, of costs when you go to a skilled recovery center like the Victoria Care Center, but you have to qualify even to get there. If you go to the hospital, you have to be admitted for three days to qualify for Medicare skilled nursing. And then you basically get to go there for a hundred days. But after that, this is all out of pocket stuff. And once again, it all starts back to what's happened over the last month. The more that we chip down on social security, maximizing social security, guaranteed sources of income, the more these things will negatively impact us someday. It, it's, it's pretty amazing. It really is. Okay, Tony, here, let's, I'm going to, I got to ask you a test question. Uh-oh. What percentage, so let's see, AARP did a survey, and what they did is they surveyed people 40 and older and asked them how many of them, what percentage of them do you think they said they would need long-term care someday? Um, well, first of all, I was told there would be no math, so that's the first thing. <laughs> uh, gotcha. <laughs> I'm guessing it was low, like 10%. Well, it was low, but it was 24%. But so that's still low, it, yeah. It's, yeah, awfully low. And, and it, it, there's a disassociation with this stuff. And so then we take it to the next step in AARP study. The Department of Health and Human Services estimates that more than 70% of Americans will need long-term care for oh. an average of three years. So big disconnect. 24% yeah. of people think they'll need it. The studies say that, that over two-thirds will need it. Yeah. And a lot of it has to do with just modern medicine. My grandfather died from Parkinson's. He was sick for a long time. But in that long process, they did all the surgeries and all the medications and all the trials and all the things that they could figure out in order to keep him ticking. And if they didn't do all of that, perhaps he wouldn't have lived as long. But that's what we're experiencing now. Medications, surgeries, processes are keeping people alive longer. In the good old days, a heart attack would kill you. In the good old days, cancer would kill you. That stuff's not happening anymore. We're surviving. Yep. So it's more and more likely that we need long-term care. But what a huge disconnect. Most of us think, well, yeah, you know, that happens to people, but it probably won't happen to me. Right. Perfect example. I, I, that's what I think. Well, when I bought life insurance, Tony, that was almost the hardest thing I ever had to buy in my life, which sounds weird. But for me, I thought, oh my gosh, do I really want to go buy life insurance and pay premiums and it's just one more bill? Because let's be fair, I'm never going to die. You know, there's a, there's, there's, a di there's a disconnect to that. I mean, other people die, bad things happen. I believe you really you know think I, that. Well, you know what I mean, but I'm in my, I'm in my 30s. And so there's, there's, a, there's a disconnect that I'm passing away tomorrow. The hope is I'm going to live to 85 or 105 or whatever the number is. And so do I really need life insurance? But I had to say, no, let's be prudent. What if I have children? I have a wife. I don't want to leave them in a bad situation. So I have to purchase something, whether I, and hopefully I don't need it. Kind of like my car insurance. Sure. But- but that disconnect is there for this long-term care and, and the health care costs. And so this is something we all have to be aware of. And, and I think it's just becoming more impactful now that Social Security 
doesn't have the same ability of maximization that we had a month ago. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so too. I mean, things constantly change. I mean, that's, that's uh, one, one lesson to be learned here is everything's constantly changing, but that's why people need somebody like yourself, a financial professional uh, to stay on top of these things for them and make sure that they don't get off track. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's what you, that's what you do for your clients, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We, we do everything we can to be prudent to plan for the what ifs. Yeah, here, here's a funny question I read in a, in this AARP article the other day. And it was saying, because people always say that long-term care insurance is expensive, which it is. So no yep. one's going to knock that. But it's right. like, but the question was, if you think long-term care insurance is expensive, ask yourself how long you could afford to pay for living in a nursing home, assisted living, or in, in-home health care. Right. You know. Yeah, where where's that <laughs> 6 grand a month going to come from? Yeah, so the long-term care policy might be expensive, but but heck, not having one and needing one is a lot more expensive. Yeah, it's a lot less than $6,000 a month. My yeah. my grandmother was in for a year. Um, well, that's kind of where we're at. Her last year of her life and it was $6,000 a month, and that's in a small town in Minnesota. I mean, that's not, you know, that's not prime timeville or, you know, some luxury right. place and you know out in Palm and, Desert and and to be fair we're not huge huge advocates of traditional long-term care insurance um, it has a couple pitfalls in my opinion and this is just my humble opinion in the world sure one is long-term care is a health insurance product so the insurance companies raise uh, reserve the right to raise premiums and let's be fair let's look at baby boomers people are getting older more and more people are going on claims common sense tells us long-term care premiums will go up. Um, the other, the other frustration that you have with long-term care insurance is what if you're the lucky one that doesn't need it? It's a very expensive thing to have if you don't end up needing it. So we actually have a lot of different ideas and a lot of different planning strategies that we use when it comes to long-term care planning with different insurances and and different saving strategies. Um, they're all my secrets. So if you want to know them, you'll need to call me. Well, I know there Uh, are vehicles, other vehicles out there besides your straightforward long-term care insurance. There are other insurance vehicles. There are other strategies. And I know that you use these and uh, they're fantastic to help people out. Um, You know, we are almost out of time for today's show. It it just flies by when we're having this much fun. But Michael, uh, do you have anything else for our listeners before we have to go today? Just, you know, the times are changing. Social security has changed. A lot of thought and effort needs to go into your retirement income plans. The idea of Medicare, the idea of health insurance premiums in retirement, long-term care, all of these things with inflation are going to impact you one way or another. You need to be aware of them. You need to plan for them. You can visit my website, thelindgroup.com. You can call us at the office, 805-500-7035. We'd be more than happy to set up a complimentary consultation. Just mention the radio show and we will see what we can do to help you out. All right. Well, thank you so much, Michael. And listeners, thanks for tuning in today. We're going to be back same time, same place next week. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and of course, Michael Mansfield. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at The Lind Group. Call 805-500-7035 or visit their website at financiallytunedradio.com.
All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. 